Welcome back, everyone. It is Thursday, January 11th, after market close. Welcome back to NYU Grad's daily podcast on stocks and finance. Let's jump right into it. A lot to cover today. Uh, my eyes are so tired from looking at multiple screens and uh, trying to keep track of everything. It was a very active session today. Uh, let's jump in. Uh, before I jump into breath, I do want to make a quick reminder to the pledgers. I did uh, send out a pledger only email with premium content around 4.30 Eastern time. So check your uh, inbox and spam filters just to make sure that I didn't go to your spam folder. With that said, let's jump right in. So for Thursday, we had 424 new highs and 202 new lows, still bullishly slanted. 39% of shares were advancing versus 56% of shares declining. And 25% of shares are below its 50-day moving average, and 34% are below its 200-day moving average. While we talk about the 200-day, it's a good segue here. Tesla has been extremely weak for the past uh, week, uh, and it has lost its 200-day moving average today. Very, very weak action. as a trader, I'm not so concerned as to why. Uh, I'll look into it, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be chalked up to uh, lower demand of EVs. There was news about, uh, I think, Hertz selling all of their EV fleet, and I think 80% of that fleet is Tesla vehicles. And then there's some pressure from BYD, a EV manufacturer out of China, who uh, there was reports, I think, last week that BYD has overtaken Tesla for EV deliveries in China. So there's some headwinds there. Um, When I take a look at the Magnificent 7, you know, obviously Tesla is having a rough go at it today, down 2.87%, but it wasn't too bad elsewhere. I think the day could have been even worse because we were selling off quite hard uh, before lunchtime. Uh, but I think the Magnificent Seven or Magnificent Six in this case were able to kind of fight back uh, for the broader markets. So Microsoft closed up half a percent. Apple closed up point three, uh, closed down point three two percent. It was down more earlier in the day. Nvidia was up point eight seven percent. Google was down. It was flat basically, but Google was down point zero nine percent. Meta was down basically 0.22%. So they all fought back hard. Um, What stuck out today? Uh, I mean, there's so much to cover. I don't want to bounce around too much. Um, But today was the um, inaugural day for the Bitcoin ETFs trading. There's 11 of them that were approved. And sure enough, you had... uh, the sell side favorites, uh, including Kathy Wood, all over CNBC. And I'll post the link or embed the video where she actually talks about uh, a raised forecast of $1.5 million per Bitcoin 
um, and the base case the base case is 600,000 per Bitcoin. We're at 46,000 per Bitcoin right now. So you do the math. Uh, even if that happens, even if it does happen, you have to ask yourself, why would CNBC allow someone to come on air and say this multiple times? It's, it's akin to me going on Bloomberg uh, every day for a week saying silver, is going to go to 10,000 or gold is going to go to 10 million and giving me validity by giving me access to this platform to access millions of potential customers. It, it just it boggles my mind. Um, but that happened today. So she thinks that Bitcoin is going to 1.5 million per coin. Um, I think her near term forecast for next year is 150,000 per Bitcoin. So, yeah, um, but, you know, um, after the open, uh, Marathon Digital, which is the product of Michael Saylor, the other uh, sell side for Bitcoin, uh, talking head, CEO of Marathon Digital, uh, that stock was at like 2930-ish, and it looked like it was going to break out, but um, right around 10 o'clock, it fell apart, and it it swung from like up 5% to down 11% and then it settled somewhere. I don't even know where it settled, but probably near the lows of the day looking at coin. That's another one. Coin is supposed to be the beneficiary of all of this because they are listed as the custodian for I think 8 out of the 11 ETFs. So they're supposed to benefit from this and coin closed at the lows. So very, very uh, weak trading uh, activity on the Bitcoin ETFs and related. Hey, it's only the first day. Think of it as 11 IPOs uh, all in the same sector happen today. Maybe tomorrow is a better day. Maybe next week is a better day. But uh, for me, when I see these uh, salespeople on Bubble Vision pitching, uh, 1.5 million per anything per unit of anything my initial reaction is to call BS uh, this is the sell side marketing machine trying to get us to buy these ETFs and I have no doubt no doubt in my mind in a few weeks we're going to see 1x 2x 3x uh, bullish and bearish ETFs you're going to see zero-day option expirations on these, and Wall Street is going to try to make a killing on this off of all of us. So be wary. Um, you know, when you pull up to the gas station and the uh, gas station attendant is like, hey, which Bitcoin ETF do you recommend? It's not a good sign. Um, let's see. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean, you know, to stay on topic with uh, Kathy Wood and ARK Innovation Funds, uh, obviously I mentioned COIN, which closed near the lows, Tesla losing its 200-day moving average, uh, Roku down 3.33%, which is a top 10 holding of uh, ARK Innovation Funds. Then you have Unity Software that's down like 6% on the day another top 10 holdings of ARK Innovation Funds. 
um, Kathy Woods uh, may have a rough go at uh, 2024. Uh, we'll see. Um, what else am I going to cover today that was of note? So you guys know I cover breath at the top of the podcast every day. And, you know, even myself, right? Like I'm cynical at heart. I'm thinking, hey, do I jump into the bull side here? Do I just buy some QQQ and just ride for a quick day trade? And in the morning, I was watching, you know, all the ETFs for Bitcoin. I was watching risk assets. I was watching the 10-year yield. Uh, and I was almost going to pull the trigger on some bullish ETFs for a, a quick day trade. But I also have the NYSE up, down volume always up on my screens. And it was telling me, don't do it. Don't do it. There's no bullish volume here yet. It might be a head fake. And sure enough, after the open, it was weak as far as the up-down volume. And we bled off all day uh, for the breath volume for NYSE. I'll share an image of this in the show notes. And even midday, when we were bouncing very hard, um, all the indices fought back to the green. Uh, the Vol-D was saying, hey, be careful, this might be a head fake, because it wasn't strong to the upside. It would have kept you out. It would have kept you out and safe, because um, across the board, it was a meager day. When you take a look at the indices, it wasn't like, you know, gangbusters, bullish the dow closed at the previous close and nasdaq closed at the previous close and the s&p closed at the previous close so it's not like uh you know it was a huge bull rally yeah if you timed uh the lunch lunchtime algorithm buying spree and you bought that uh lunch break yeah you could have made some coin um excuse the pun you could have made some profit going into the close but if you bought the open uh, you pretty much waited all day to just break even. Uh, but Vol-D helped uh, me make no bullish trades today. Um, so that's why I'm so religious about breath. It's very hard for Wall Street to, uh, how should I say, hide their intention if you are really good at looking at breath studies. Um, so that is that. Um, I mentioned what was strong was the Magnificent Six, meaning that even though some of them closed red, they fought back very hard all day, and they're a big weighting of many of the indices. Um, when you look at one-day performance, technology led a meager 0.39%, but uh, I would say majority of the sectors today were red. Utilities was down 2.12%. Real estate almost down a percent. Financials down 0.64%. Basic materials down 0.4%. Uh, all right, so what to watch? You have the PPI numbers coming out Friday morning. I would say watch crypto for animal spirits. You can kind of, you don't have to watch everything, but watch the price of uh, BTC, watch the price of coin. Uh, and Ethereum. If you watch those three, I think you can get a good pulse of what the animal spirits for risk and crypto, generally speaking, are at any given moment. Uh, keep watching the Magnificent Seven. 
pay special attention to Tesla because that looks like it's going to head south even harder soon. Uh, keep watching yields. The 10-year yield was pretty much the only reason the markets fought back today. Um, I think in the first half of the session in the U.S., they tried to pummel the VIX. Saying, All right, if we sell off the VIX and the VIX drops, maybe it'll rally. The VIX fell, we didn't rally. So the afternoon break, we basically saw the 10-year yield uh, get pummeled from 4.25 to under 4. Uh, and then that sparked kind of the comeback. So keep watching the 10-year yield specifically. Uh, and that's really it. That's the quick summary of the Thursday session. Um, uh, just as a quick follow-up, I did send out an email around 4.30 to the pledgers for a pledgers-only alert and content. Check your spam uh, email uh, filter. If you haven't pledged and you want to take part of some of this content, it's easy. If you've already subscribed to the Substack, which is nyugrad.substack.com, just subscribe for free. And then the subscribe button will change to a green pledge button. And the pledge button uh, will take a credit card information. It is not charged yet. I am not launching pr a premium yet until we get to over 3,000 total subscribers. We're over 2,000 now. It's basically you are um, committing to a future premium uh, subscription and you're showing support for the work that I do. Uh, really would appreciate it and uh, there will be a ton of premium only content coming later this year uh, probably later this quarter uh, depending on how fast we get to past 3,000 subscribers so that's um, all I have for today on this Thursday I will see you all uh, after the Friday session have a great day